This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. another episode of the Path Hunters Podcast. Paul Lamb is in the house here. Hope you guys are all doing great today. Today's guest, I'm super stoked, super happy just to have him onto the podcast. A man that I have the utmost tremendous respect and love for and my personal coach as well too. That He's helped me a lot personally myself and, and really dive deep into what it means to be a man and redefining that and helping me along my whole entire journey. He's the founder of Man Uncivilized and just so amazing and is so giving and so loving and I'm so glad to have him to the podcast. He is a TEDx speaker, uh, author, and you know, transformational coach, teaching people from all over the globe to radically shift the quality of their human experience. Trevor Bowman's in the house, guys. It's so exciting to have him on here. Just hear about his journey, his whole entire, you know, this, this whole entire shift. And, and it was so cool to have him on here today. I'm gonna let him dive deep into this as well, too, because it's just so exciting. This episode is just I'm really excited for it. And you guys can hear it in my voice, but I won't take this any longer. This is the one and only Traver Bohm. Ladies and gentlemen, Path Hunters, I have an awesome guest here today that I have like tremendous respect, even though we've spoken like twice it's funny it's funny how this rolls (laughs) but but i have tremendous love for this man because you know we have very parallel paths and he's just been so loving and giving and and i have trevor bohm ted tedx speaker new author you know author of like today i rise and it's such an honor to have you here today my friend thank you so much it's truly a pleasure to be here myself Man, I uh, I want to give you the the steering wheel for a little bit and just you know okay. talk about you know who you are just so the audience gets to know that and uh, and then we're gonna dive deep into um, uh, some uh, juicy things here today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unpeel it all. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm excited for it. Good, 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 good. So I am. God, it's, it's such a great question of who are you and and you know people always answer with their job. Yeah, and uh, I'll get to that. But uh, I am a man living in New York. I am, uh, you know, I just did an interview a couple of weeks ago where the guy asked or said, "I think you're three years old because I knew you before your whole life died and you were reborn." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's a uh, that's a that's a hell of an entry." No uh, kidding. But I agree with you on some levels. So I will start with I'm a three year old. Because I had this whole life up until three years ago, and then in, a, in an instant, or in a couple instants, it went away. And so I would tell people, I'm the guy that had it all, right? I am the guy you looked at and said, yeah, I want his life. But what you didn't know was behind the curtain, my life had challenges. It had a lot of challenges. And it wasn't until I, you know, in quotes, lost everything but my health, and then had to fight to rebuild my life and regain it, that I found out I have more now than I had before. And what I had before was so ethereal because, and I'm not trying to just be vague in this conversation. I didn't have any idea of who I was personally, and Mm -hmm. I didn't have a deep sense of myself. And so now I'm a guy who has a deep sense of myself and I feel like I have the world in my hand and the, the conversations I'm having with people that I just met on the phone or people just, I've literally just been introduced to, are significantly different, significantly deeper, and so much more meaningful and full than my entire interactions three years ago. So to get to my job, as you said, I'm a speaker, I'm a writer, uh, I'm a men's coach. I started a movement called Man Uncivilized, where I'm trying to change, I am changing the way to start a million men experience their masculinity. I'm an American, so I look out and read the newspaper every day or read CNN and go, oh wow, more dudes are uh, are blowing it, or yeah. are doing horrendous. You know, blowing it's not not it undervalues the horridness of things that men are doing in the world, and the level of pain that men are experiencing. And so, when we experience that pain, what do men do? Hurt people, hurt hurt people. Yeah. You know that saying. Hurt women usually hurt themselves. Yeah. Hurt men, we shoot people. 
Yeah. Or we beat them up, or we rape them, or we we kill them, we or we kill each kill ourselves. Yeah. So uh, I'm on a mission to change that, and to change that by changing how people view masculinity, experience masculinity, and how men just how men live in the world. It's only been like five minutes, and I'm like, yeah, this is like I'm getting goosebumps already, man. I'm like, it's like it's just it's just. This is gonna be fun. I, I, I appreciate I, the I'm, forum. <laughs> I'm, dig, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. I'm digging this. I love this, Trevor. Honestly, like I, you know, I like I said, like I have tremendous love for you because like what you're doing. Thank I you. agree with that. I agree. Like men today, you know, are blowing it because of things that they don't know how to deal with it. I personally right. feel right? right. And and I'm curious to how to get how you got to this very point in time for yourself. You know, what was life before mm. three years ago for you? My life before was very numb. And it was purposely numb. You know, uh, I was like most people followed the track. I went to college. I got a college. I, I dated a girl, broke up with her, didn't deal with that, didn't handle it. D- dated another girl, lived with her, broke up with her, didn't handle it. Uh, started smoking a lot of dope to deal with it. Started drinking a lot to deal with it. Started looking at too much porn to deal with it. Started taking on four or five jobs at the same time. To not, basically anything I could do to not deal with pain. Yeah, because I I didn't have a skillful way to process it, or even express it. Yeah, right. Uh, so that was my life. My life was so busy and so disorganized and so chaotic, because I was chasing something that I could never get to. Yeah. So my life was always about someday it will. As soon as I get through this, everything will change. As soon as this happens, everything will change, and that led to getting married to thinking I was having a kid, to starting another business. And it will always be someday, someday, someday. And so I made sure that I was numb. And I think that's most men's lives, Mm -hmm. right? Be it drugs, sex, alcohol, porn, work, whatever it is that we do. Yeah. uh, That was entirely how I existed. I was very, uh, uh, I accomplished a lot. Yeah. Right. I had a business. I had a very successful business. I had a beautiful wife. I had a, um, on the outside, a statistically beautiful life. Yeah. By all measures, boxes were checked. Yeah. But internally, I was as empty and devoid of uh, fullness as I could possibly be. Yeah. And so that's when it, you know, in having to recover from losing my marriage and losing the pregnancy and even losing my business partnership all very quickly, I had to rebuild myself from the ground up. Yeah. And say, okay. What if I actually stopped drinking, stopped smoking, stopped looking at porn, stopped sleeping around, stopped doing – what if I went through this – the most painful human experience I know second to losing a, a born child? Mm-hmm. And what if I did it without any distraction? So no – I quit drinking. Quit so what if I just felt all of that pain Yeah. and let it change me? Let it teach me. Let it guide me. Let it make, make me make changes in my life to – to co- not combat it, but to skillfully integrate it. Yeah, and that changed every facet of my life. Every facet. It, it, it's it's crazy how how you know you and I like I said we're very parallel because like I've experienced s- some things like that are very similar to you as well too. Like, you know you know pregnancy that was lost. Like those were mm. like the three things that that for you that was a tipping point in your life. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm curious what you actively did afterwards, knowing that you know, you didn't want to go down that dark route, which is like drugs, you know, uh, porn and, and like sex and whatever it is. Like, what did you do afterwards? Because like, I kind of want to share mine as well too, because like, it's just, it affects men. Like when you, when you lose, like even that little, like, you know, I lost a pregnancy as well too. And, and, and I'm sorry to hear that, brother. I, I know. And, and, and it hits home right here because like you, yeah. you, you almost feel like it's your fault. Oh yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. Exactly, it's not it's not your body, so it makes it even harder. Exactly, right? You you just have to try to support. But what I did, and this is a, like people will may go, wow, this is crazy. I went to therapy. I literally was on the phone with a therapist. My my ex wife said, "I'm leaving you today," and I was like, "Okay, that sucks." Uh, started I got on the phone with a the therapist. Yeah. Like, hey, um, I'm about to go through some shit. I really think I'm going to need some help in the next year. Yeah. Let's, let's meet each other. Boom. Started having really honest conversations with people. Yeah. Hey, fellow brothers, I'm hurting as opposed to how are you? I'm fine. I was like, I'm not fine. I'm the farthest thing from fine. Let me, 
listen to me, please. Like, help me, support me. I, I started asking for what I needed. I started reaching out. I started accepting people's help. Yeah. You know, it's embarrassing as a business owner slash ex-professional fighter to say, uh, would you mind bringing me food? I can't cook and eat right now. Yeah. I need, and, and, and accepting it when it came. So I, I really just embraced my humanity and said, man, if I put my ego to the side here and start getting what I actually need, which is love, support, connection, and, uh, and doing the same for myself. Yeah. Holy crap! Will that help my life? And and literally getting professional help. Like I'm a huge fan of therapists. Men seem to like, oh, you're a pussy if you go to therapy. Like, oh no no no. Let me guess. Uh, when you wanted to learn how to deadlift or wanted to learn how to do jujitsu, you didn't just sit in a room by yourself and figure it out. Yeah. No, you hired a coach. So I, I would go to my therapist and, and he's, he'd laugh and say, "You're the only person that calls me coach." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because this is my my world, right? Yeah, I'm in yeah. an athletic world. So, but yeah, you're my coach. I don't know how to get through this thing that I'm going through, and you do. Yeah. So let's just stop calling it therapy and start calling it coaching. Yeah. Boom. Ooh, how long did that? Like, how long? What? How long was that transition for you? Because for me, you know, I never went to therapy, but for for whatever reason, my parents they they knew about that as well too. But they took me back home. To Vietnam, where where my family's from, I was born in Canada, but but they 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 really humbled me by by showing mm. how far we've come as immigrants, and 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 it was it was messed up because like it was like it's not messed up in a sense where it's like dark or anything like that, but it was just it was just really you get to see a different light of the world, and then yeah. suddenly your world just shifts instantly, like just just it really does humble you. Yeah. Absolutely. There's there's something I tell people. Uh, if you think you can survive it, I highly recommend losing everything. Yeah. Because it changes your view on. It's like, oh wow, I'm not immune to the human condition. Yeah. Right. Like I'm a, a upper middle class white male. I thought my life was going to be a cakewalk because it always had been. Sure. Yeah. Did I have some struggles? Yeah. I had to like fight my way onto a Division one collegiate program and a top twenty five school that my parents were paying for. Yeah. Woe is me. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, wow, I don't get to miss out on getting divorced or, or having loss or heartbreak. Holy shit, I'm human. Yeah. And that was an extraordinary experience because it colored the way I now viewed everybody else. Yeah. And viewed the way people who actually have different struggles from, I, from my own. Mm-hmm. And say, wow, I can't imagine what it's like to grow up in this country as an immigrant. I can't imagine what it's like to grow up as a gay black man. Yeah. I can imagine it now because I know how hard it was for me just to recover from, you know, the things that happened to me or someone even that, you know, they, they have losses in other ways or other challenges. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a beautifully humbling experience. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. What was the struggle in, in, the, in your transition was, well, mm-hmm. obviously there or is obviously, but I was curious, like what was the hardest part for you during the transition i call it transition because like it is basically yeah it, it was letting go of that old life it mm. was you know i woke up one day and all of it was gone and it didn't i couldn't wrap my head around that mm. i was like wait a minute we were i was on track we were on track we were yeah. wait a minute we have a house together we, have a, we, we, were, we were just pregnant why you're leaving like what the hell's in my business too wait, wait wait how is this happening yeah and so it was the letting go of like not realizing that a book had completely closed. Yeah. And I still got my hand on that book. Yeah. Going, wait, let me just reopen this. Let me reopen this. Cause I'm a type A person. Like I can figure this shit out. Yeah. All I have to do is use willpower and strength because that's gotten me where I am. The hardest part was letting go of that book, being in the floating wonder weirdness and, and suspended animation of is there another book? May, may not may, that may not be a relationship, but what's the next chapter and phase of my life? Mm-hmm. And trusting that by letting go of the first one and wallowing and following and falling through the mire and the muck of the in between, that it would actually color and change the quality of the next book, the next story of my life that opened. But man, letting go was effing hard. You can swear. It's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. It was so fucking hard, man. That was so hard. Yeah. Of like, no, I worked for this. I, I put my time in. 
I did deserve it. Like yeah. all of these words that we use, uh, it was really the letting go. You know, I, I personally, you know, you like you as well in today's world, you know, we have deep conversations with people. And mm. one thing that really comes up the most is that people are still living in the past. But the mm. moment that they let go, like you say, things start to heal, shift, yeah, just comes together. But I can't even recall a time when this happened for me. Like I just, it just happened. So, you know, it, it just, by the time I woke up, I'm just like, I can't believe it. It just didn't matter anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Right. There, there, I actually went back to, this is a true story. Last week when I was in Santa Barbara, my old home, yeah, I drove to my old house yeah, and, and just was like, I think I feel good enough to go look at it. Yeah. Because I, I just am so, I'm curious to see what will happen. Yeah. Because I couldn't even be in that city for almost a year without like breaking down and crying. Yeah. And I drove to the old house and sat in front of it and went, huh, like, you know, touched myself. Like, am I okay? Yeah, yeah. Are you okay here? And touched my stomach. I was like, you sure you're okay? And there was nothing. It just was, oh, it was just a house. And somewhere in that, I, I don't know when that happens or yeah. how that happens. I know it's, I know it's a massive process. It is. And it takes every ounce of strength and every ounce of surrender combined. Yeah. And plus time. But man, it was, you're right. It was like, huh, I, this has no, there's no energy in that house anymore. It's just four walls. Yeah. And that was, that is an old story that I lived and there's going to be a new story. Awesome. Can't wait for it. Man. Bring it on. I'm living it. It's 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 way better than the old one was. Even now, without those same factors, without a woman, without a wife, without a kid, I wouldn't trade this life now for for the old one. If in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. no way. I love that, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on if you met someone that was in a similar situation like we were, you know, a dark place. What actionable, I guess, like steps or tips would you or advice would you give to this person? Great question. Uh, get some help mm. again. So don't try to do this all on your own. Mm. I did a lot of things myself, but in the background or even as teammates, we're extraordinary humans. Yeah. So that's first and foremost. Second is to reframe it. And that's massive. When I work with people who are going through serious loss, I say, okay, two things you have to do. Accept it and feel it all. Yeah. And then reframe it so that you get to make the decision what you do with it. Yeah. So we don't bypass the pain. We don't go, oh, she left yesterday. Awesome. It's part of my spiritual path. This is amazing. I'm just going to grow so much. Yeah. It's like, no, you do that and guarantee you six months from now, you're either going to have an addiction or you're going to have a mental breakdown because that pain has to go somewhere. Yeah. So first, cry that shit out. Yeah. If that takes weeks or months or whatever, feel it. do it. Feel it all. I wrote in the book, like for nine months, I was on my bathroom floor every goddamn night, yeah. every every night crying it out. And like I wanted to make sure I felt like uh, if I was a towel, a wet towel, Yeah. I wanted to wring out every last ounce of hurt so that it wasn't in there toxic, toxically screwing me up. Yeah. So that first one, feel it all. Second, take all of that pain and make a decision that you're going to do something with it. Yeah. Ask yourself, what about my life do I want to change? What have I always wanted to do that I haven't been able to do? Holy shit, now someone just handed me a dump truck full of fuel. And I get to use that beautiful fuel called pain to do things that, to change every aspect of my life, to build something amazing, to write a book, to go back to school, to to change anything. Pain is the greatest single fuel source that people are afraid to use. Whew. I'm loving this, man. I'm loving this. <laughs> I am loving this. You know, this, you know, I, I'm so thankful and glad that there are people like you out there in the world that, that has gone through this and that is willing to, 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 you know, stand on top of a mountain and be like, you know what? Fucking listen to me right now. Listen to me yeah. and listen to what Please. I have to say. Because, you know, I feel like, me- especially men, they, they oh. disregard it. If, 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 you know, they just, they just, Try to be all tough and shit, and yeah. it, it just pisses me off because like it's just like it's just like dude, you just need to like feel it a little bit more, you know. You just stop trying to be strong here. Stop trying to like, you know, stop trying to be. Just feel it. They don't feel enough. Yeah, yeah. If we if we reframe it to men and say, you know what, the greatest act of strength is is to actually feel it. Yeah. Right. Which is easier? Is it easier to go 
to go numb out and pretend it didn't happen? Yeah. Or is it harder to feel it? Okay, if it's harder to feel it, then wouldn't that require a greater act of strength? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit. Okay, yeah. So start feeling it yeah. because hurt men, hurt women, hurt men, kill women, hurt men, kill themselves yeah. or kill other men. Yeah. And, and that's what we're – it's just we're seeing it left and right. Yeah. So that is part of the new paradigm is accept your fucking humanity. Yeah. Right? Like I, I laugh and sort of joke with uh, – I told Shelly this. Um, I was like, we don't tell little boys like, hey, guess what? Little boys don't pee. Yeah. Like if your kid comes up and is like, hey, I have to pee. Like, nope, sorry. Boys don't pee. Tough it up. Wait, tough it out. Yeah, just, just hold, yeah, hold it. What are you, not a man? Yeah. Boys don't pee. Men don't pee. They're like, oh, we don't cry. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. We have tear ducts, just like I have a bladder. Yeah. Huh. Maybe they're supposed to be used. Yeah. Maybe we just get rid of this stoic 1950s bullshit and actually embrace the fact that we have feelings too. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. The world's coming to an end. Yeah. Right? But it's oh, funny. No, I'm, I'm, Go ahead, go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I say the fear is that, oh, if I shed some tears, I'm either a pussy or gay. Yeah. Okay, great. That's 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 it's super logical, right? We're supposed to be the logical creatures. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, like three more times of crying, and you're and you're you're, you're going to start looking at gay. You're going to look at guys. That's yeah. trust me on this one. Just get that shit out of your head and get some help. It's true. You know, it's funny because like I, ha- I was thinking about this the other day that you know where did this come from? It was inherited by by you know people of our past, you know, like from our parents mm-hmm. and their parents and so on and so on and so on. But this is, comes from rooted from like a warrior's mentality that, that mm-hmm. in today's modern context doesn't apply. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And you can, you can see where it may have. Yeah. Right. So in the U S so everybody who came back from world war two, yeah, they just didn't have the skill set. They didn't have the language. They yeah. didn't have the, the pathway to take the extraordinary heinous stuff that they saw stuff I can't even imagine. Yeah. And they didn't have anywhere to put it. There was no space in society. There was no space in conversation. There was no space in, in therapy. So they just kept it in. Yeah. And then they taught the next generation, this is how you do it, especially men. We look to look at your grandfathers. And then we look to our fathers who were taught the same thing. And then we got to a point where we said, wait a minute, it's just not working. Yeah. The, the, the statistics are proving that it's just not working. Seven out of 10 people who kill themselves are men. Yeah. Okay, that's then something's not right here. Let's let's shift gears and try try a new way. You're right. We're not hunting lions. We're not standing guard over our doors. Yeah. We actually have to develop. We have to take that same energy and turn it inward. Yes. And say, okay, I can be a warrior of presence. I can go on the same instead of walking to the other empire and fighting someone. I have to go inward and fight my own demons. I love that. That's warrior shit, man. Oh man. That's 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 a quote I'm going to use from you. That's that's a new quote. <laughs> Steal it. <laughs> I love it. What drives you? I'm curious. Like, what drives you today? Because you know, I going through all this. There's always I feel like um, it creates space, right? Yeah. And then you you suddenly have to kind of reframe everything, like you say, but find a new reason for being now. What drives you? Uh. I know there's a guy out there who's just like me or just mm. like I was and I don't want him to have to lose everything like I did because there is a way. And I think if someone had come and smacked me upside the head three years ago yeah. and gone, brother, you're about to lose it all and I respected that man, then I would have listened. Yeah, That drives me and honestly, it's – I don't know. I just This is how I wake up every morning. And it's, I, I feel pulled in a direction that's above me, that I knew when everything fell apart that my life would be dedicated to service when I put it back together. Yeah. And there was that drive was to serve and then to just literally see everywhere I go, yeah. men who are in pain yeah. and have conversations with the women who are now in pain because the men are in pain. Yeah. And so see this massive broken system and go, God, doesn't anybody else see this? And, and why, the, why the fuck aren't people standing up and doing something about it? Why as men aren't we calling other men forth and saying, hey, that's not funny. That's not fucking funny. Stop doing that shit. You yeah. need help. As your brother, I'll tell you, you need help. Yeah. Right. Come get help. Come join me and bring two other guys and let's actually start solving problems 
as opposed to burying our heads in the sand, pretending they don't exist, and then pulling those heads out of the sand, armed to the teeth, and shooting people. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, enough, I think enough's enough is what drives me, man. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I love it. It's refreshing. Honestly, it's so refreshing because today – you know, I, I run into a lot of entrepreneurs, and and I've done about mm-hmm. like 120 something podcast interviews, mm. and, and 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 it really kind of like I get to see the difference between, you know, people promote motivation, motivation, and everything like that. But I think that's so yeah. much more than that because motivation is temporary. You know, it, it's you know there are days we're not going to be motivated. You're not going to feel right. like doing whatever. I think resolve the reason re- resolve drives motivation yeah. that drives action that goes and builds up more. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I asked that question because it's it's for you. It, I sense it so strongly, and prominently in you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's coming, and I don't want to get too weird on people, but it's coming through me. Yeah. Right. How fast this all changed in my life mm. uh, with working with men, and how all of a sudden everything made sense. And converse, I couldn't go, I couldn't have lunch in a cafe yeah. without talking to the the server and being like, dude. What's going on in your life? I just overheard this conversation. Sit down for five minutes. Yeah. And and having what I can't remember the conversation 10 minutes later, but having him send me a message saying like, that just changed my life. Yeah. And go, okay, something's moving through me that's bigger than I am. Uh, I will now put myself in the best position possible over and over and over to keep, to be the, the channel or vessel or whatever you want to call it for that message. I love that. I love that. That's that's what I love to hear because like it's not about you, right? No, you're it's trying not to say it's not. Yeah. It's not about you. It's about the 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 change, the shakers that you want to you, you want to create in the world, right? The sh- absolutely. It, it's crazy. It's crazy how like people don't understand that. And if and I run into entrepreneurs who are like, oh, we need the greatest click funnels. We need the fuck yeah. like, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> just shut yeah. up. You know, like yeah. you need a reason that's beyond like, you know, people are driven by money. They're driven by whatever it is, the fame or whatever it is. But like it's it's very refreshing to f- come across and have a conversation with someone that knows that it's beyond them. Yeah. And it's people's fucking lives, man. Yeah. Like there's someone out there that's going to that's going to wake up tomorrow and make a decision. Do I put a gun in my mouth or do I get help? Yeah. Or do I take that gun in the street? And that's how I act out my pain. Yeah. And I, I just splash even more pain all over society. Or do I maybe Google man uncivilized and see what the hell this guy's talking about? Yeah. And go, oh, wow, you're talking about shit that resonates so deeply with me that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. That masculinity is a divine. There is a divine element. In addition, there is a primal element. Right. I'm not talking about people should just meditate and do yoga and peace and love. Yeah. No, you got to embrace the part of you that wants to kill people and fuck shit up and blow shit up and, and be a warrior. You, but you got to take the two and put them together and temper one with the other and inspire one with the other. And Ooh. everywhere you go, yeah. be the guy that walks into a room and have someone go, holy shit, what's that dude doing? Yeah, Because he knows exactly who he is. He's as comfortable as any man I've ever met in his own skin. He looks good. He feels good. And it's fuck. Something's going on there. And then have him draw 20 more people in and be like, hey, guess what? Quit fucking drinking. Quit jerking off to porn more than you're having sex with your wife. Actually lead in your life. Take responsibility for this extraordinary power that you've been gifted through masculinity. Yeah. and That's the deal. There's proof of it. Your book proves that. You know know how many books I've I've read? Man, it's got to be like – over 500 books now and every single one is almost the same concept the same regurgitated crap over and over and over yeah and and i hate that i hate the ones where where they're teaching you oh i'm gonna make you a millionaire or like all investments like yeah. these kind of like the fucking books i hate the most but but the books that that similar to yours like this that really resonates that really has a lot of passion because i remember you told me about the title all right yeah. off record you're yeah. like get out of your way you know you're you're yeah. pon- you were pondering for a while about the title and everything like you know, you know what fuck people need this book like, exactly. They need this book, and and this is why, like I said, like I am, I see you part of the one percent that is like within the one percent. It's mm, like thank the, you. like the point zero whatever that's real legit, right? Yeah. Don't get enough of that. We need more of that. Yeah, I agree. Right? We need people living their message. Yeah. Right, and embracing it, no matter what the the arrows they get in the back, no matter what the challenges. Yeah. 
It's, you know, before I was getting paid to do this, I was doing this. Yeah. And if all the money went away tomorrow, I'd still be out and I'd be writing notes to, on napkins and, like, st- you know, giving free talks. Exactly what I was doing a year ago, six months ago. Like, hey, someone give me a venue. Yeah. Just give me a microphone. Give me, let me get 10 guys in a room so I can talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. You know, I love it. Shifting gears a little bit, I want to know sure. what's been, you know, a passion for you lately in your life right now. What's been like, you know, something that you're hyped up besides, like, you know, I, you know, the whole entire work that you do. Any projects you got going on? Mm. I've gotten back to. I took a little break from public speaking. Yeah. And I've dove into it in a way of just storytelling. Yeah. And so that's been uh, just hanging out with other storytellers. Um, has been absolutely amazing, and people that I just sit in an audience myself, like I, ha- I have a, a, t- a, I'm in a program with some people that are amazing storytellers. So I tell a story, they tell a story, or you know, throughout these workshops that we do, and just to sit in the audience and go, oh my god, I can't believe I get to hear this story about you know a girl talking about being in the huddle at the gold medal games in the Olympics uh, for water polo, and be like, I can't believe I get I get to sit in on it and listen to this. So uh, storytelling has just been a, a huge part of my um, my growth curve at the moment and, yeah. and passion. Yeah, I love it. I love to hear that. What kind of story do you like to tell the most? Oh man, one that moves people. Yeah, right. One that makes someone cry and laugh, and then actually at the end of the story, get up and do something. Yeah, right. Story is great if it makes you feel good, but if four hours later that feeling's gone and you haven't done anything, cool. There's there's place for that. Yeah, but. You know, every time I get on a stage, I want someone to walk away and go, I have to do something right now that I am. So I I literally can't not do something right now. Yeah, that's it. I love it. To be a can't not inspirer. I love it. (laughs) I love it. It's so true because because like I said, like I go to like a lot of conferences where where they oh you know, we're going to talk about some pillars for you and and like, you know, this is what we did with marketing and analytics and fuck i'm just thinking about it i'm just like you're just it's like yeah. but the stories i think i think if you master storytelling i think i think everything else falls in place i percy feel yeah because you're also you're mastering your own story yeah right and so you get the reflection back to you of wow what am i telling myself every day yeah what am i believing every day what what story am i telling the world every day by how i move by how i act by how i dress by how i eat by how i converse yeah what words am i using Right, and one of my favorite quotes from my own story coach is, "The storytellers will inherit the world." And I didn't get it when she first told me that. She's like, "Look, what war is sold on stories." Yeah. Right. A love, love is is sold on stories. Right. You've convinced someone to fall in love with them, with you, by sharing your story with them. Mm. And they essentially, before they know you, they fall in love with your story. And so it's it's moving to me in that way of, oh my God, she's right. We are, as humans, are just massive story people. Yeah. Right? We're not bite-sized Instagram picture. We're No, we're story lovers. Yeah. We used to sit around fires and just talk to each other about stories. As kids, we would tell scary, scary stories, even though we heard them 50 times and we know that the dude, the hook is going to be on the car door when it drives away and they won't find out till they get back from Lover's Lane or whatever. It yeah, is, you yeah. Know? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true though. Like, you're right. Like, I, I, that's what I mean. Like, I, this is my, you know, being like fully honest, like, you know, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm working towards as well too because like for the longest time for most of 2017 and a lot of, I guess, like most of my friends who are starting out in the entrepreneurial like space or they want to do something, they want to take control of their lives. There, there's, there's a lot of obstacles. Like I said, those books that will teach you how to be a millionaire or like, you know, right. you have to go to the conference, you have to buy all their funnels and all that crap. And, right. and I think, I think they don't teach you the place where, where you have to tell a compelling story. You have to like figure out your yeah. story. You have to figure out what, how you want to tell your story, right? Because like for me, like I said, like there's so many like vast stories that I have. Like I was held at gunpoint going yeah. through traumatic experience, man. Like right? I, you know, I'm trying to like pack just to get – it's just really yeah, – you know what I mean? So – and that is to you. That's like, oh, that was a day in my life. So it's that w- big. Yeah. To most people, it's a mile high. And and like, I did it just now, actually. Yeah, you just blew through it. Right? <laughs> I know. Like, I'll tell people like, oh, I spent a month in darkness, and then I did, and they're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you did what? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, but it was, you know, I I was a fighter for, a while. I was a bodyguard on a two hundred fifty foot yacht, but yeah, you know, whatever. I was in my twenties. 
and then boom, we blow through it. Yeah. Where you could sit with people. The beauty of trading numbness is that I traded it for the ability to sit in front of someone and say, you can talk for the next four hours. I just want to listen to your story. Yeah. And be captivated. And how much that screwed up watching like public television. Like, oh, no, I can't watch Friends anymore because that's just crap. Yeah. I'd rather sit across from someone and be like, tell me about the time you got held up at gunpoint because this is going to be the most fascinating shit I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. And <laughs> everybody else be quiet. No, yeah. we're fine. We don't need more drinks. He's talking right now. Go. Yeah. Right? It's true. And it's funny because like, I tell people that story, but they give the same reaction like you said. Like, you know, like, whoa, whoa tell me. What? You got held at gunpoint? That's yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Stop. And, yeah. Don't, that's not just going to slide by me. Yeah. Right. But for me, it, it really was just a day. But, like, I didn't realize it was really traumatic at the time. Yeah. And that's something where I'm I'm building towards myself where – I wanted to tell people the stories that, 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 you know, when you're coming close to like the brink of death, suddenly yeah. your priorities change a little bit. Right, 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 right. Massively. Yeah. Like things that used to matter don't matter. Like what the fuck? Why did I even give a shit about, you know, like my, my corporate nine to five job when really yeah. I can bet on myself and risk everything because at the end of the day I can, if I'm 80 years old, I don't regret anything. You know, it's just like yeah. things start to matter. Completely different. And that story needs to be told. Yeah. Because you want to take all the people that can benefit from it and save them the, the having to go through it. Yeah. Right? So there's, you have been given a golden ticket, which is the lesson that you learned from being held at gunpoint. And I really don't want to get held at gunpoint, dude. But I would love to have that golden ticket in my pocket because you told it to me. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You're going to save me from <laughs> Please. <laughs> Good God, man. Trevor, like I honestly I love this conversation, man. Like I, I'm so hyped and pumped, man. I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about, you know, like Man sure. Uncivilized and like about your book as well too, because okay. like, you know, I, I'd be a shitty podcaster if I didn't like, you know, plug to give a plug in <laughs> please, and please, please, please. <laughs> But uh I was reading through your book, all right. So uh-huh. you guys should I'm gonna link this all uh, all into the show notes for all you who are listening to this right now. But it's today I rise, how to overcome the gut wrenching pain of your breakup or divorce and reclaim your life. Oh, mm. I love that. Yeah, yeah. The, Thank fa- you. the favorite part, you know, for me, and I, I wanted to mention both of it, is that day thirty-seven. It's like, what's awesome about you? You, you, you yeah. talk about taking the time to write down, you know, the things that you are are uniquely good at. You know, we're here. I, yeah. know, I didn't even know you spoke Japanese. I was like, damn, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, fun MMA. I know that, but yeah. uh, surf. You know, like it, it's it's like the message of this section was that. What we don't realize that we are amazing people that we just don't know it yet because like we just gotta count down all of our wins, all the things that we're good at. Right. Right. Yeah, humans are really unique in that if you ask someone what are five things that are wrong with your life, people will knock it out in a second. Oh yeah. I'm too fat, I'm losing my hair, I don't make enough money, blah blah blah. You say, What are five things that are just fucking awesome about you? Yeah. And I'll get stared back at. Like, uh <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> I actually asked. So yeah. I want you to tell me. It's yeah. not you're not being arrogant or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people really have to rack their brains. I know. And that exercise was really helpful for me. Yeah. You know, especially at a time when you're at you're you've been knocked down and, and I had to deal with severe rejection. Yeah. I was like, huh. Is the rejection true or are the, are these things true independent of the rejection? Yeah. Am I really cool? Do I have things that are so unique that some people don't have? And, and and to them, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you can do this. Where we just talked about it. We're like, yeah, but I've done it my whole life, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Right? So it goes back to honoring your story. And it goes back to really claiming. Own it. Right? When I work with men, I'm like, own your shit, dude. Own how fucking awesome you are. Yeah. Own your strength. Own what's amazing about you. Because if you can't celebrate what's amazing about you – no one else will. Yeah, true. Or they won't do it to the depth where it actually touches you and you have a relationship. Yeah. And I find that people lack that the most. You know, you're like you say, mm-hmm. like it's like it's like they don't appreciate themselves or they don't think it's like to them it's so small in their world, right? Because like I thought when I when I was going through, you know, my period of darkness, I didn't I, I did the exact same kind of like layout as well too. Mm. And I didn't realize how fucking awesome I am. 
right? Yeah, like, it's like, right? You're pretty fucking awesome, but, dude. But you're looking at this paper. It's literally on paper. Something about looking at it physically, you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. I put that a lot. And handwrite it, right? Handwrite it. Keep it with you. Yeah. You know, I, I have a lot of my guys write out, what are 20 ways that you're powerful? Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I'm not really powerful. Like, oh, I, you know, if you can't write 20, write 50. Yeah. And go, yeah, there's a lot of ways, a lot of things that people are, are, are awesome about people, you know, and it's, it's just claiming it and claiming it in the real world yeah. as opposed to subtly like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll skew my Instagram pictures so I look awesome, but s- deeply behind the curtain, I don't feel awesome or recognize it. No, yeah. own it. Own how fucking awesome you are. I love it. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> my, I'm loving it. Like I said, like I'm loving every minute of this because like, and the other, the other, the other section I wanted to touch base on as well too, that, mm-hmm. that, that I think, I think really is profound is that day 55, there are no rules. And, yeah. and you and I both run into this a lot, you know, and everybody mm-hmm. does really, you know, it's easy to get to, to hear everybody's advice but they would never, they would never actually take it themselves, and and mm-hmm. it's as if like people knows how your life is is lived, and it's like as if they lived in your shoes, and that pisses me off right. the most because you never lived my like in my shoes in a single day, like it's right. And this is my favorite part in this in this book because you have to understand, you realize that you set your own rules. Absolutely, it's profound. You know, I had this conversation with someone yesterday who was going through a divorce with yeah. two people yesterday. Someone going through a divorce and a, a men's client and said, listen to this. There are no rules. Yeah. If you're not hurting someone, here it is. Here are the rules. Don't hurt people. Don't touch children. Don't be mean to animals. Yeah. Other than that, like, be, be a, if it's not breaking one of the Ten Commandments, yeah. there are no fucking rules. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people on my travels go, God, I wish you could do that. I wish I could do that. Like, why can't you? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my kids are in private school. Okay. Take them out of private school. Yeah. But they're getting a great education. Okay. Then don't tell me you can't. Tell me you're choosing not to. And do you think they would get an, a different education if you followed your dreams and actually moved to Costa Rica and opened that surf camp? And those, what would those kids' lives be like then? Yeah. So, so really what we're saying is these are the, the fear-based rules that I'm choosing to follow. Yeah. And really it just comes down to your relationship to fear. Most people won't say, I'm afraid to. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to pull my kids out of school. I'm afraid to leave the country and, and live somewhere else. I'm afraid to quit my nine to five and really go after my dreams. I'm even afraid to voice my dreams. Yeah. I'm afraid to actually have the words come out of my mouth and say, I want to be X, whatever X is. Yeah. But when we clear out the, the, the space of, look, man, everybody who's doing what you want to do, at some point they probably weren't allowed, allowed in quotes. Yeah. They weren't allowed, right? You're not allowed to do that. Wait a minute, but he's doing it anyway, right? Everybody that you're starting a podcast, like you, you, that's you can't do that. Fuck yeah, you're doing it. You have a hundred and how many people? Yeah, yeah. At some point, you probably heard from someone you can't do that. Or how many people have said to you, "God, I wish you could, I could do, it, I could have a podcast." Like you can. Well, I can't because X, Y, Z. I know <laughs> the rules I've set for myself say. That when, you know, I can, but when I have, you know, when I'm a millionaire, I will. Or when I'm married, I will. When I will, uh, no rules. Yeah. If you want to pick up and do something, pick up and do it. Right? It was one of the beauties of working with people who were dying. was when I worked in hospice was to have guys go, okay, you went for it. You lived an extraordinary life. Here you are in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. You didn't go for it. You were a criminal and you were a drug addict. Here you are in the nursing home. Guess what? Guess where we're all headed? The damn nursing home. Yeah. If we're fortunate enough to skip the nursing home and just end up in the cemetery, we're all going there. Yeah, yeah. So, so why not go after it? Why not just say screw it, go after it? But how do you, how do you grasp that though, Trevor? Like, it's like I'm curious because like for me, you know, I, I'm in the brink of like you know understanding because like it, it's it's something when you're ingrained the first twenty odd years of your life that you're supposed yeah. to lead in a certain way. Like life's blueprint is crap. I fucking mm-hmm. hate it. But how do you go to like it's a habit, right? Like how do you un like untangle all that shit and really set your own rules and limitations? There's really shouldn't be any limitations, but how do you set that parameters for yourself? You examine the rules you're living by and yeah. under, yeah, and ask yourself, is this true? Yeah, is what I, what I just said like I can't. So say that sentence like I can't. Okay, is that true? Is it provable? Yeah. Has anybody else proved it wrong? Yeah. 
So if that's the, if that's the case, if any of those three are the case, then it's just you. Yeah. And so is this easy? Is it easier on paper? Absolutely. It helps to surround yourself with people that are living under different paradigms than you, the, under the paradigm with which you want to. Yeah. So if you want to and we get this all the time, like I'd love to be an entrepreneur and, and just work remotely or travel and be a digital nomad. Cool. Find people who are doing it. Yeah. Hang out with them. Ask them questions. Interview them. Read books about them. And see, oh my God, they wake up and take a shit just like I do. Yeah. If I if I cut my if they cut themselves, they bleed red just like I do. They've just decided to live under a different set of rules. Change your two is change your relationship with fear. Mm-hmm. And just acknowledge fear is what's keeping me back. Yeah. Fear is what's holding me back here, most likely. And I get it. People have complicated situations. If you're a caretaker for your diet your sick mother, then yeah, you can't leave the country and just go be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You can, you can, but you're choosing for good reason not to. Yeah. And that's something we have to just swallow and accept and say, this is the path that I'm on. Yeah. But for everybody else, if you're not in an extraordinary situation, it's a matter of incrementally doing it or waiting for your life to blow up and then going, oh, wow, okay, now I get it. Yeah. There are no rules. I followed the rules, right? Did everything right. Boom, blow up. Thank God. Because now the freedom of under which there are no rules uh, is, is a massive difference and a massively different way to live. Yeah. Whew. How would you want people to read your book? Like I, I was looking at your book and I was, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see because like it's through days. Did you want someone to like, get, you know, pick up your book and read it like one day at a time or, or like me and read it, read it all? <laughs> it's it's a you know it was a guide written this is the how the book came about my best friend said uh wake up i was in a tough place writing wise he's like i want you to write 90 individuals 90 individual letters to the you who woke up and just found out your wife was gone yeah i was like okay he's like what would you do and i kept getting this question from people like well, what do, literally what am i supposed to do yeah today I'm like here's what you do so i've had people do it exactly like you have I'm like, I read your book in 48 hours. Yeah. Like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I hope it helped. Go back and do the exercises. Yeah, yeah. Or I've read it once a day so that, you know, when you're going through heartbreak, it's just a stake in the ground of like, hey, I at least have this one thing I can look forward to mm. tomorrow. I get a little bit of joy from my stupid stories or I get a little bit of help with the exercises or I just get to, to know that someone else out there went through what I'm going through, Yeah. which feels like the most individual and you know, private thing in the world. And wow, not only did he survive, but he said he'd actually, he's thankful that it happened. Yeah. So either way, or read it once all the way through and then read one a day, you know? Love it. You know, I love it. And like I said, like I'm going to link all this in the show notes for everyone who wants to grab a copy. Um, Traver, man, like it's been like, it's crazy. Like I taught you forever and I just want to be, <laughs> it's, it, it's fast hour, man. I know. Like it just felt like 15 minutes, man. It just, it's insane. Um, but I do want to be respectful of your time. And, uh, you. you know, I, I feel like, you know, we're going to, this is why, this is why Shelly, our, our mutual friend, Shelly, you know, she's like, oh, Trevor's just like the man. Like, you know, I always want him on the oh, podcast and, and I could see why. And I could see, like, you know, like I said, she, she, she um, holds I you in high regard. Shelly's yeah. amazing. She's she, a I've rock learned star. a ton about story from her. A ton about story. <laughs> She's a rock star. And so are you, mm-hmm. my friend. I love it. Thank you. Um, well, we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to ask you two more questions. But before we get into that, though, sure. I want to say, you know, thank you. Like I said, thank you so much for, for everything that you do. Thank you for just sending out your message. Thank you for just being the, the beacon, the leader in this space because, um, you know, there, there's, there needs to be more people like you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate the acknowledgement. I love it. And uh, for those path hunters who, who wants to like stalk you online or whatever it is, like where do you usually mm-hmm. hang out? <laughs> uh, I spend a lot of time at Instagram yeah. or on Instagram. It's at Traver Bohm, T-R-A-V-E-R-B-O-E-H-M. Yeah. Or you can go to my site and follow my blog, which is exactly the same, TraverBohm.com. Okay. And I do a weekly blog for men on uh, called Man Uncivilized. I love it. It's Traver Bohm. Okay. So I'm going to link all that in the show notes as well too. Dude, that's a, that's a good picture of you. Thank you. That's from Ted. It's <laughs> where I met Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So two final questions. This is called sure. the Path Hunters podcast. When you hear the term Path Hunters, what comes to mind? Mm. This is what comes to mind, man, is that so many people are looking for the path. Yeah. As opposed to forging their own. Yeah. 
And so I think it's hunting what you want and literally tapping into that primal part of you that's like, I want that. I'm going to go fucking get it. Yeah. And if there is no path in front of me, I will forge my own. Whew. Goosebumps. <laughs> Goosebumps. I love it. <laughs> All right. So picture this. You were at, I guess like you were, you said you were at like uh, San Diego, you said? Yeah. All right. So San Diego is pretty busy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people going by and stuff. Um, if you had a corporate sign that you're able to write one message or advice to impact all these people's lives in a positive way, what kind of message or advice would it be? Mm. The first would be there, there are no rules. And the second would be follow your heart. I love it. Put them together. I couldn't pick one or the other. Yeah. I'll hold the other sign for you. Yeah. Be, be just, kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a couple signs out here. Yeah. <laughs> Be nice to people, dude. It, it's something that I really wanted to do for Instagram, where it's like, it's like, it's just like a hashtag, and then I just literally want to stand in the middle, of like Dundas Square in Toronto, the most busiest spot in like Toronto, and then just stand uh-huh. there, like hold up a sign, like you know, because like it's not begging for money or anything like that. It's just a right, right, right. right. So, so it's, I love that. So I dig it, man. Trevor, thank you so much for jumping into the podcast, my friend. Like, thank honestly, you for having me, brother. Nothing but love, and like I said, like I really want to chat with you again soon because we're gonna please you on again. have me back on. I'd love it. Yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side, my friend. Have a great one. All right, guys, take care. my friend Traver. Traver, honestly, thank you so much, brother, for jumping onto the podcast. It means a lot to me that you did that. And honestly, it was still so amazing. And all you path hunters out there, hope you had an amazing you know, experience and jumping on here with us as well, too. It's just so cool just to share this conversation with all of you. It just means a lot to me that you show up every week. And honestly, I'm super stoked and excited to show you guys the next steps about you know what I'm all about. And it's going to be exciting from here on out. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'll see you guys next week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.